Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. This is my snakeskin jacket, and for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and belief in personal freedom. Oh god, not the bees. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. How absurd. How, in the name of Zeus's butthole, did you get out of your cell? How absurd. What's in the bag? A shark or something? How absurd. Well, I think you better pull the trigger, because I don't give a fuck. How absurd. I never disrobe before gunplay. How absurd. Free big booty bitches for all. By the way, we've been recording for Ask not what seconds. you could do. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I've been screaming. Like, yeah. just hit the damn thing before <laughs> the show starts just to see what happens. Why the fuck not? I mean, why not? Uh, we have fun here. We'll, we'll have yeah. all, we'll have, we can have like an episode later down the road. It's like, it's the Nicholas Cage uh, outtake special. There's no outtakes. We have a policy on this show. When you put me in charge, we don't edit shit. All of this is going in. All live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Right. The, the cold open. Anyway, welcome everyone to Caging Greatness. We're thrilled to have you. On this show, we'll be discussing the movie Jiu-Jitsu, and also how Thomas Jefferson is an insufferable prick. That fucking prick. With me, as always, are my fantastic co-hosts. Recently returned from a documentary on the sumo style of wrestling called E-Hondavision. <laughs> I get that reference. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, to my right, we have my dear friend Jonathan. Hi. And then we have my dear friend Cannon. It is I once again. Oh wait, hold on. Almost forgot your oh, beer. I almost forgot. I had to pre-open a beer because this one's like pretty much tar that tastes like maple syrup a little bit. That doesn't sound appetizing. But anyway, yes, I am back. It is Thursday. You know what that means. We are here. We're going to try to find out if this one is kick-ass or just inconceivable. And then we have my antelope friend, Pat. Hey, hello, everyone. It's Pancration Pat. Yeah. In case you're wondering, uh, Pancration is a mixed... Uh, martial arts style that was developed in Greece. Some dickhead's gonna be like, I know what the fuck that is. You don't have to mansplain. <laughs> One of our well, actually, actually pant. Actually pant. <laughs> you canceled. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I came close to being canceled because somebody decided to get a wild hair up their ass and try to make some kind of big monologue off a fucking joke tweak I made. And then they said they knew, but then they decided to carry on anyway. But did you get blocked by SCU? That's that's the that's the question. Uh, TBD. Oh, okay. okay. But but the real but the real question: Do you drink Wilkins coffee? I fucking knew it. <laughs> Why is this a thing now? Why is? Have you not seen what he showed me? No. 
He showed you. I wasn't there. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, we'll show you after the pod. It is grand and glorious. I don't know if I believe you. Oh, you'll love it. Do you I love mean, the Muppets? Uh, I mean, I enjoy the Muppets, sure. Okay, yeah. you'll you love understand this. what my, my Twitter name means. Okay. Sounds good. Maybe. Anyway, we're here to talk about jujitsu. It's definitely not nine something at night after a long day of work for during the week for us. We're not tired or nothing. We're fine. No, we're good to go. We're, we're as we right as the mail, which so. is not so right these days. So we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Shout out to Matthew of Bachamania. Matthew, what up, dog? So. I'm sure this will be a very entertaining episode for you three listeners. We want to thank you again, as always, Pearson, uh, Frank, we, and Alex. We got a whole other listener. <laughs> Woo! Oh, we're moving up in the world. We have a couple of new listeners. Yeah, no, no. We, we're actually doing pretty good as far as you know, views go. We have some, some pity listens. Some pity not, listens? Yeah, I've asked I have a couple friends, like, look, you don't have to actually listen to what we say. Just hit play and then put, turn your phone off. And I got a couple know. people at work who have listened to the show. They oh. enjoy it. They, huh. they said they had a good time. Oh, well, that's good. Well, plus, we had, had a little moment of synergy. <gasps> Somebody listened to our uh, the first episode, the, the prequel episode on the AYC8 speed, and uh-huh. they jumped over to your feed, uh-huh. and, they, and they left a, a cromulent comment on your, on your episode. Yeah, oh. I noticed that. I, know, I we got a comment and then I was going to look at it and then I just got distracted and I didn't. Well, what was the comment? Uh, well, because the comment was on the Willy Wonderland episode, right? You yeah. know, the, the movie where Nicholas Cage doesn't say anything, right? But uh, this commenter is like, actually, he did say one word, but it, the subtitles didn't catch it. Well, see, if the subtitles don't catch it, I feel like that's not going to be a word then, because I mean, what was a word like <clears throat> or? It's like when the 11th Doctor regenerated. Like, his last word was hey because he sort of whispered halfway when Clara was reaching to him as opposed to the long-ass monologue before that. I'm the only one who watches Doctor Who, but there's going to be at least one guy yeah. listening. It's like, oh, no, that's good. I'm listening and I, I get that. I will reference. say yeah. at least my one episode that I did see of Doctor Who had Simon Pegg in it. That made me happy. Oh, yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah. That's, that's still my favorite Doctor, Eccleston. He's, he deserved better. You should watch the show, though. It's actually fun. Yeah, it's that's it's a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's, of it's not uh, like I'm everybody behind. has like a list a mile long of stuff, yeah. right? Because the most important thing is, have you people been watching Wandavision? Because it's over now. Well, hey, yeah, you missed it. I have it on good authority that someone here among us has not been uh, taking our advice. Someone's what? still a little behind. What? And has not completed the journey. What? I'm not going to point any fingies that no one can see because this podcast is audio only. Jonathan, what the fuck? But Jonathan has not been watching WandaVision. He has? I, I've, well, I've, watched, has? I've watched most of WandaVision. I still got like, I got like three episodes. <laughs> three? Three. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm lazy. I'm lazy as Look, shit. Otto is mad at you. I know, and I don't... He'll turn it on you already. I don't fucking appreciate it, my guy. We need to get you a top hat, though. (sighs) A little tiny top hat? That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Well, also, well, you have you have exactly one week to catch up before we start the next. It's show. like four veins yeah. in Justin's forehead throbbing right now. Yeah, all four of them. (laughs) He only has four veins. I feel betrayed. I feel let down. I'm sorry. I'm just exhausted with all the content I have to consume. Fucking hypocritical of you. We've been telling people, watch WandaVision. And here you are, just like everyone on Fox News, saying one thing and doing something else. 
Except with much less racism and misogyny. Yeah, there's that. But we forgive you. We're forgiving here on we Cajun you, Greatness. You are our friend. And and look at Otto. He he's now he's happy. happy. He's now happy. This is a healing moment. We're all yes. we're all here for you. We love you. Jonathan. I feel like this take is my an, hand. I feel like this is an intervention. <laughs> it is. You haven't been watching WandaVision. And we're very disappointed. I'm sorry, I've been too busy shooting up heroin. Is that what that thing is? I've seen that trend where you slap your wrist on TikTok. All like I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Now, now that what thing, is that thing, that I don't I know. Got, I'm a 33 year old man. Like, like is it? What time no. is it? Like, no, like they're standing there, like with their fingers on their their wrist, where you get like a shot and shit. And I don't know what they're trying to do. Well, you said I, I, I don't. I'm not a kid. Like the the like, elbow region. Like I'm at the very apex of like knowing the hip lingo with the kids. Yeah. I feel like in about another year I'm gonna be like an old boomer. Like, like I'm, I'm really happy that I'm still where I am. Like I get most of these references, right? But there's some shit I'm just like, I got nothing. I yeah, I, and really I've only seen like commies do this. I don't, I don't know. Okay. But but they do this like trap song that's like mixed with Duel of the Fates and it sounds really cool. I mean, yeah, it was pretty neat. I've seen a lot of good musicians I found on the TikToks, but I don't know the trends. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, yeah. I found um, working where I do, like, the culture shock hit hard when I started hearing terms and phrases. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then they tell me, and I'm just like, well, that sounds stupid. And I'm just like, oh, no, it's oh. happening. It sounds like you need to <laughs> drink some walkie slosh. <laughs> Look, you just tell those damn kids to get off your lawn. Oh, my God. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. That's a great movie. Nick Cage is in that one, though. No. So, jujitsu. <laughs> this is what we're talking about tonight. How's that for an How far are we in? No. Uh, we we are we are quite a few minutes in. I mean, oh, roll that's tide. fine. Yeah. Our record on our our goal in this podcast is to beat the time of each previous episode. I don't know if that's the goal. That wasn't yeah. run by me. I don't. I didn't well, I'm not that. saying it's going to happen in this episode. No, probably not. Like, yeah. I'll be shocked if well. we get an out. Because the thing about this movie. And I don't know what you guys think because you've been hiding it from me like a bunch of bitches. But the thing about this movie is that there's not a lot there. It's basically you're, Predator with martial arts. You're, when I saw your review, I I had this, the very same sentiments. That is exactly what this movie is. But you don't check your letterbox that often because I posted a review while we were down here. We were all supposed to do that, actually. Did I, y'all forget the thing? No, I didn't! I remember, but, but also I got caught up in the bit. Oh, man. See, oh, I, man. I, I don't check it often, especially like in the last like six minutes while I was setting up the computer to record. But, uh, but that's a joke. Fuck you, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I, I see your reviews now, and you know, I don't blame you on this one. Like, I was a little more generous. <laughs> <laughs> you see, folks, what he's trying to say is I gave Jiu-Jitsu a, a one star. In fact, uh, my review is going to say it all. I had to go back and change my <laughs> review of Willy's Wonderland because after watching this film, I realized I had done that film dirty. I was the same way. So update, Willy's Wonderland is now sitting at a two stars with me. This fucking movie, however, Uno. That raises the average for us to 2.75 for Willy's Wonderland. Boom. I raised it to 1.5. Nine, well, that, we're up to a three now, I think. <laughs> math. In math. In my head, we're up to a five for Willy's Wonderland. It was perfect. Uh, and Pat? for me, because I, I already scored it the highest of, of the other boys, I didn't uh-huh. really have to adjust it. I felt it was pretty comfortable <laughs> to say it two and a half. Right. Uh, what did you give the jujitsu? 
Uh, oh. Wait a few minutes. I'm still writing my review. Oh. <laughs> now I see the star. Singular. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We all gave it one star because yeah. holy shit, this movie so, was dog shit. Otto, you got a you got a heel turn for us again, there, bro. Oh, there we go. And see, this is I, I gave it three stars, but this is a really good uh, thing that I wanted to discuss because I like Letterboxd, but the five star rating system to me. Even though they let you do three and a half, four and a half, I don't, I don't like it. It feels like there's not enough nuance in just five. I need ten. I can, I can, I get that. I, yeah. I, I do too. I mean, granted, I sort of think of like, well, if it's five, five out of five, it's like ten, so on, and so forth. Yeah, but even then, like, I, I would do six and a half and sevens. You know, like, I, I need that many spaces for the nuance because there's a lot of movies that I've given them five stars because it feels wrong to give it less than five. But if it was a 10 scale system, it, they'd get like an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, granted for me anyway, it's pretty arbitrary. I change my scores all the time because a lot of times I'll come out of a movie feeling one particular way. I think about it for a while and be like, oh, that movie was actually better or holy shit, that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, opinions sure. can change. That's a thing that happens. Like, for example, if, if jujitsu... Like buttholes. If you we were doing, if we were doing a ten star system, I would have given jujitsu probably a four, four and a half. Like I didn't think it was dog shit. It wasn't mm. good, but I enjoyed bits of it. <coughs> Whereas, like, and that's just the difference between a one star out of ten versus a one star out of five. Because you know? this is the equivalent of you guys giving it a two out of ten. Yeah, but then a two out of ten feels kind of like low for me, but probably maybe a little high for you guys. So I just again, it's just this is my little. Little rant. I don't like the five out of ten or the one out of the five star system. Yeah. Jimmy uh, wants fractions, like hard fractions. Oh, I God. need more space for nuance. He wants. I, I want to give a movie a four by five sixteenths. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give this movie three five eight over two days. And I'm giving. I a want a two by four. <laughs> this movie gets six point three seven two nine seven stars from me. About seven if it was in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Uh, Pat, what was your wordy review? Yes, my wordy review is that it, it, they were bold to cast a man that looked like a dollar store version of Frank Grillo when they already had the real Frank Grillo in it. Yes! Yeah, that is... Yes! Spoiler alert for the whole movie. Like every show we do, we're going to talk about the whole movie. The lead guy in this, he's good at fighting. I liked the fight scenes. It was a refreshing change from the fast-paced, sharp editing of like the Nolan quote-unquote fight scenes where it's just a guy moves half an inch, they change camera angles, he moves the other half an inch, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like these, you could actually see the hits. They weren't bad. Uh, half the time. Uh, there were definitely uh, some other uh, camera scenes uh, uh, going on in this film. Cinematography's <sighs> different than the fight. The fight scenes are well choreographed. <laughs> I will, I will give the movie them. that. They, they, all, all, everybody in this film is like obviously a very accomplished martial artist mm -hmm. some of them very well acclaimed though, like Frank Grillo from Marvel fame and Tony Jaa mm -hmm. from several different movies Nicolas Cage who has a black belt in jiu-jitsu and yeah. the only one who does jujitsu. Correct. His stuntman did a fantastic job in those fight scenes, by the way. He, yeah, he, it was about half stuntman, half Nick. <laughs> there, there, there definitely were a lot of scenes with Cage with his back to camera. Yeah. Like but the, the lead, lead guy, Jake from State Farm, <laughs> has the personality of this table right here. Yeah. Okay. That's not even wood, is it? That's like. No, it's fake wood. Yeah. yeah. 
It's poor. Not even like, fake wood. The way I put it is that the lead guy is so wooden, Ron Swanson could make a boat out of him. That is true. And I, I warned you guys before you watch this, because I saw it a few weeks ago. I've got notes, but this is not going to be fucking necessary. I mean, I, I, at that point, I had to take notes because I had to have something to remember because not a lot of it is memorable. Yeah, like yeah, like literally, like all I got for my review is just pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean that's that's I, that's fair. I will say a uh, record for uh, Cajun greatness notes on my end at least. It's that? it's a few more than usual. <laughs> uh, I, I was telling the uh, other two boys when we were watching the movie. You know what this movie reminds me of? It's like in the similar vein as that movie Priest from 2011. Why did you make me think about Priest? How dare you! Because ball, because it thought as the hotness right now. That's why. But I was telling them that that we don't have a hot cowboy vampire Carl Urban in it. I know, and that's why this movie's worse. Yeah, and we don't have eyebrowless Paul Bettany. Okay. God, God, I do not like. Honestly, I saw that movie for the first time last year. I could not tell you a goddamn thing that happens. <laughs> it's not good. And, and honestly, good. like jujitsu is like leaving my mind. It's being Thanos snapped but as look. we speak. Cage was really good in it. Yeah, he was. He was only in it about 20-ish minutes across the whole thing. He knew what movie he was in. Yeah, he was getting a paycheck, and he was getting paid to be weird on camera. And like his delivery was really good. And this is going to be a running theme for a lot of these really, really, really bad Cage movies. That he's always the brightest spot in them, and he's just he's acting his fucking heart out, having a good old time, while everything else is dog shit around him. I don't know. There were some moments where I I was just getting the vibes of man, he's ready to get that scene over with. Fuck you, pay me style. Well, see, and that's yeah. like, I feel he, like he was the best thing about this movie. But ladies and gentlemen, that's not saying much, like at all. Like this light is like, I don't know, a ba- a porch light that's about to go out. It's just flickering a wee bit. It's like a fucking one of those little bug zappers. Exactly. Yes. That's on his last leg. That like, well, like, like some moth the size of B fifty two is gonna come around. This knock that bitch out. <laughs> Done. You guys are probably gonna want to revise your score for this later on, though. After we watch Left Behind. Oh no! I already got Left Behind scored, and and trust me, it, it's. I don't think that needle's gonna move. <laughs> that, that needle's not going to move, and I I am pretty firm <laughs> in my my rating because this movie isn't isn't the worst thing I've seen. That's the only compliment. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, Tony Jaw was really good in it. Yeah. And Frank yeah. Grillo's there, and Frank Grillo's pretty solid. Uh, uh, we also I don't know what know. Tony Jaw's doing, but he's aging backwards. Yeah, yeah he, like, he's 45 years old. Fuck? He looks like he's 23. He looked he is, young as balls in this movie. He is Benjamin Button, but as a martial artist. Also, he was using fucking PVC pipe. Yes. yes. PVC pipe yeah. weapons. Those, those were like straight up like first year cosplay tonfas he was using. God, God I, I swear to God, it's just like the fucking villain of this movie. He's like, oh no, my only weakness, three quarter inch elbows. All right. All right. First off, we, we got to say, uh, like the, the very beginning of the movie, this guy is running from like the Predator. Like Birdemic esque CG shurikens getting thrown everywhere. They they the are CG so willy nilly with shurikens. Like they send like they had just have a, a guy running and they just post 
production put in like 10,000 wayward shurikens that are strangely nordically designed. And this alien thing is supposed to be like the most badass thing in the universe and he can't throw a fucking straight line shuriken? He just, yeah. He's just spraying and praying. That's like a Tommy gun of shurikens. It's like, granted, at the time, we don't know this, even though we shortly realize that it is fucking Predator. Jake from State Farm uh, busts his skull wide open on a rock, and there's so much blood, I was just like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he hit, he hit his head <laughs> he's dead. pretty hard. But, lo and behold, he is saved, and guess what? Amnesia story arc! Yay! He doesn't remember anything. Because he has and, and, brain boo-boos. And, like, I don't hate the amnesia story plot. Yeah. trope like a lot of people do but holy fuck like, it, like it, this is like a parody of how bad of amnesia story art can go like i know we'll get to them because like i said i have a few notes but like even their like amnesia story arc wasn't consistent at all no like they forgot several there's a there's a lot of issues with this fucking no, movie. No, the movie like it's like it's there's obviously there's a lot of pov shots in the film oh we'll get to oh, that the story oh is pov as well so when he fell off the cliff 500 feet in the ocean head first so did the story so it's just leaking brain matter and plot at the same time it was uh it's bad yeah but he it's... gets saved and gets his back stitched up even though he has like a giant gaping hole in his noggin yeah but he's fine but, but, he's but fine. he but he has a tattoo that looks like it came out of like a 25 cent machine yeah, is uh, sure it was. Bad. Yeah, it's but bad. it had like some kind of weird prophecy. Like they're acting like he has like some kind of Buddha birthmark that was foretold from birth that he would be this great chosen warrior, and like he just like lifted it and sticked it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, some some poor stagehand with a sharpie just goes at it right before they hit play on the film. Is so well, actually he was like Shia up He got the tattoo for real. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get into character. What character exactly? Like, is it bad that the most memorable moments to me all come from like an hour and a half into this fucking movie? And, and the movie's only an hour. 40. It's an hour forty-five yeah. minutes. Like the, the thing oh, and then, then like the fucking opening credits are like ten. The thing that stuck out to me most, and I'm jumping ahead because I don't. Like, We're not notes. going in chronological order. I've got notes, but I don't remember the first half of this fucking. I, I'm the Wilhelm screams in there. That was fun. That was early too. Very yeah. early. I screamed it. Uh, when that happened. Like I, I don't understand why all these army dudes are fist fighting instead of just pumping this guy full of bullets well, when he's kicking their ass. Well, you see, here's the thing. Like, um, well, again, I may be jumping ahead, but when Tony Jaws' character shows up. Again, this happens really quick. Like, this is within the first, what, 10 minutes or 15, so? 10, 15 ish. Yeah. yeah. Aside and, from uh, Crab Man from My Name is Earl being there. That, <laughs> yeah. Which, well, I have a hot take about that. We'll, we'll probably get to that later. Sure. Yeah, Eddie Staples was a surprise stunt cast in this movie. <laughs> but um, I will say, these guys shooting people, uh, stormtroopers ain't got fuck all on these guys. Oh, they they could- are shooting this guy from point blank range and just flippy tricks and slapping faces. And I'm just like, it's not established that this guy's like, I don't know, a metahuman or some sort of like <coughs> superhero or villain. No, they just know, they know martial arts. And it's it. just like just dodging them left and right. Yeah, and, and you talk about this movie being fast. Like, I feel like I feel like this movie is a highlight reel of the movie. Like it's a clip, like a clip show anime movie. Mm-hmm. And see, my experience with it, I was watching it just laying in bed, relaxing, and it's only hour 40 right that's nothing by today's standards right 
But this movie, to me, while I'm watching it, felt like the longest week of my life. Yeah, we yeah. paused this movie on two different occasions, and I realized we had 40 minutes left, and that's when I was like, man, I hope this has like WandaVision-length credits, because I don't think <laughs> I can sit through another 40 goddamn minutes of it this. It's tough. But the two things that stood out to me most throughout the whole movie, and both because of how fucking stupid they are. <laughs> so the alien can't see these fighters when they're wearing their special clothes. Their sleeveless hoodies. Yes, their special clothes that don't <laughs> cover their arms or their faces at all. Or legs, for that matter. Yeah, or have anything. no legs. But, Justin, it looks cool. Okay, and, and then there's the two, uh, the two female fighters, and you'll notice that the, the less highlighted hair, flashy one, Fucking dies. Just, just so <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just gets get, her. She yeah. just gets like they set her up like she's gonna be like the main bitch, yeah. and then she gets like fucking ganked and then <laughs> right. never seen again. You can't get kids like if you don't have a, a wrist bow, you're dying. I'm okay, sorry. I'm just, that was cool. Wrist it's, bows are it's, cool. It's nice that they wanted to go for the diversity casting for a martial arts movie. You want people who are good at martial arts and represent the cultures they come from. But when right. you give them zero lines and just unceremoniously fucking murder them because one of them happens to have normal hair as opposed to like bright neon red hair, that's the love interest because she stands out. That feels really, really disingenuous. Well, they they managed to hold back a little bit with sort of like, hey, we have this very diverse uh, group of teams, but also uh, we're going to send the black guy to die first, but luckily we'll send in two random white dudes to die before him and then kill the black guy. And also, the uh, the army lady, uh, who is like the first half of the movie, she is the main female character. Oh, that's who I was talking about. I totally forgot about that other bitch. No, I was talking about the Asian lady. <laughs> the Asian lady just gets double murder. I, like, now, oh, fuck. Y'all are brain blasting my ass. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, he, that bitch got yeah. fucking there were just, There's two Asian female martial artists. The yeah. plain one dies. No lines, whatever. Just fucking dead. But Gone. even worse is the army lady. Like, you think she's the main character. Like, so this is clearly the main female character. And then just all of a sudden, like a half second scene, she just gets fucking murdered. Like, psh, oh, she's dead. There's no mourning. There's no, oh yeah, no, she's dead. Uh, it, it feels like the sort of thing where she'll come back later. Spoiler alert, she does not. Wait, she, she died? I thought they just forgot about it. That's what she's I thought too. Dead. She's dead. She just dies just immediately. Just, oh, death. Well, well, when Tony Josh showed up to like raise Kane and like rescue Jake, he just kind of like tripped her. She's like, "Oh no!" And then, oh no, no, she died later when they're running through the forests right before uh, Dime Store Frank Grillo falls through that thatched roof and fights with Nicolas Cage. She gets shot right before that and is fucking dead. Oh, bitch! I missed that. Yeah, she's dead. Just, yeah, first no love one, interest dies. We'll no get, we'll, one even looks at it. Like, there's no. Oh God, no, she's gone. It's just. She did. Well, that that part is at least consistent because, like, there's a point later in the movie, it's like, oh, because it takes these nine warriors to fight this super predator. And then, like, one's already dead, and they make it seem like it's a big thing. And then when they cut to his ass, it's just a random bloke who gets got, and then that's never commented on. And main dude's watching it. He's just like, huh. Yeah. Like, like oh. doesn't barely <laughs> physically move. What a strange Tuesday I'm having. Ha ha. <laughs> Again, this, like this dude's not—he can't. Like he's a good fighter. He's good fight scenes. Main guy, you know, uh, not Frank Grillo. Uh, but he can't act for shit. And then Frank Grillo shows up and is acting at him because this some bitch won't 
act back, and Frank Grillo's just running circles around him. Also, doing, how fucking jacked has Frank Grillo Frank Grillo is oh my damn God. near 60, and he's buff as hell. How he's, fat were his middle fingers when he flipped the thing off? Like <laughs> They were like just two bananas, just boom, in also, your face. they killed off Frank Grillo way earlier than I thought he would. I mean, no. you say early. I'm pretty sure that was like an hour 15 in, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, Randy, but was, I didn't, yeah. wasn't expecting him to be like... I'd be like one of one of the last people standing. Yeah, well, he, he probably I mean, I guess he was in a way. There was only a handful at that yeah. time in the first place. Yeah, because the only ones who lived were the old couple who stitched up, not Frank Grillo, uh, uh, not Frank Grillo's love interest, not Frank Grillo, and Crab Man. He lived because he yeah. was the uh, comic relief. Yeah, and he's fine. He's just drinking his day away. Oh, I okay, I, I, and I got a question. What? Because apparently this movie's God, eating. We are jumping around this. Because <laughs> this movie's just eating holes in my brain like it's fucking Swiss cheese. Yeah, like oh my god. By the way, um, since I'm sorry I didn't look up his name, the my name is Earl guy was my favorite part of this entire movie. Oh, by far. Yeah. Yes, he was the best thing about it. Yeah. Even over Nick Cage, in my opinion. Yeah. It, like, I forget, like, as soon as the movie starts, you get Nick Cage for, like, maybe, like, five seconds. Yeah. And then there's, like, what, like, like maybe 40 minutes of just no Cage? Yeah. And then he pops up. Like, they gave Nick Cage all the exposition because they knew Nick Cage was the only one who could handle all that exposition and make it not just mind-numbingly terrible. Like, because you're listening to him talk, and he's, he's clearly out of his fucking mind. But it's sort of entertaining for the twenty minutes he's on screen. But they're marketing this some bitch like, oh, this is all Nick Cage all the time. There's no, this is twenty minutes of Nick Cage, and then dollar <clears throat> store Frank Grillo. Like I, I asked you guys, who's the least charismatic actor you can think of, and you said Sam Worthington. Yes. And this dude makes Sam Worthington look like Lawrence fucking Olivier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is truth. Like, did they not have Sam Worthington's number? Because I know he hasn't done shit in a hot minute. Nothing uh, I of merit, I suppose. Well, I mean, you know, he can't. But uh, what was your point, Jonathan? Oh, uh, I, I was like, uh, I, like, I may be a dumb bitch, but, like, <laughs> what happened to the army Asian guy who f- goes one-on-one with the predator. Oh, he dies. Yeah, he does. He just sort of slumps over because like he, because yeah, cause I know he like captures Jake from state farm. And that was after he had been like terribly mangled and burned in the middle it, of a it, hot, sweaty jungle. And well, and then like apparently fucking predator has heat hands. Yeah. Heat yeah. hands. He can like, just like melt your face. Well, no, <laughs> act like he's going to melt your face and then snap your neck. Which I feel like is a little overkill, but no, no, this not predator. He's he's cheating. Like the the whole time he gets shot to shit. Like he's messed up, but he just regenerates. And I'm sitting there screaming like hacks. He's got hacks. This because, bitch has S and K boss written all over him. Because the whole point is this thing comes to Earth and kills nine people. He just wants a good fight, but he kills them. They all die, and then he just leaves. He fucks off, comes back later, six yeah. years later. Like that seems highly unfair. It is, and like, there's a reason why the Boo Saga in Dragon Ball Z is the worst, and that's one of the reasons. Yeah. Because fucking Boo got boring. And the thing, like, the thing is, you don't even realize that the goal is for this thing to show up and kill the fighters. You're like, well, maybe he just wants a good challenge. You know, maybe if they beat him, he just leaves. Like, I'll see you in six years. <laughs> no, if he doesn't kill them all, he just sticks around and murders the Earth. 
And like no one seems to think that's a problem. All these martial artists are like, yeah, no, we're just going to go die. If you don't let me kill nine of you, I'm killing all of you. Like, like some kind of weird Hunger Game Olympics. Why, but but then there's like... No fire. Why didn't they think of fire or grenades or any hundred things? Like, why don't they just make a fucking booby trap out of the portal, drop this bitch inside lava? They got six years to prepare. Wily Coyote could handle this motherfucker. And these Shaolin fighter monk bullshit, not Frank Grillo's, can't do it. I mean, it's like, already but, established that, like, I'm, even at the end of the movie, at this point, he has a grenade inside of him, and they kick him into the portal, and he explodes. But then they're still like, see you in six years. So even if you did dump this guy in a volcano, he's still going to come back, apparently. I mean, well, I mean, the motherfucker can't regenerate if you fucking nuke his ass. Yeah, it's just there's so many options for how they could have handled this. In like three minutes. Speaking of uh, the regen, uh, it was established that you have about a six second window before he heals up so you can do something to him. So basically oh, wound the wound, right? Yeah, and, and that was fucking bullshit because the fucking heal times were inconsistent. They're taking liberties with the goddamn Royal Rumble minute and a half time rule here, okay? Yeah, they were going because, off fucking like like, an, like Dragon Ball anime They would be like, um, one time it would be like, a second, two tops, but then like later on in the movie, it would be like, like ten, twelve. <laughs> it's like well, fucking wound the wound, goddamn it! Yeah, no, those last wounds, Namek could have blown up twice in that time. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> because because let the because uh, the uh, the Asian commander that somehow been tracking the alien for twenty four years, like gives his dying exposition to Jake. He's like, oh yeah, he has this time limit. Uh, good good luck telling the secret weakness to. Uh, oh. there's, there's a bug on me. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, yeah, he didn't like the movie either. Bug hated the movie. Sorry, but, one out of five. Half star. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, bug, get off the mic. What the hell? So, so basically, like he, he he spills his secrets to Jake, and of course, for what he doesn't fucking remember until like the last ten minutes of the movie, and even then, it doesn't play straight until the very last possible moment where they jam two fistfuls of grenade into like this dude's like new butthole in his chest. It's just like you've got clearly you have the money and the technology to build these crazy futury weapons. You've got wrist crossbows, and this thing comes out of the same portal at the same time every six years. Just stick a hole and fill it with acid and mess some bitch. It's real easy. How long is uh, not Predator there before the portal opens again? It's like two days. Like he's there. It's two days that he's there. Like there's a comet flying in the air too for some fucking reason. Because the comet like I, activates I, the portal. Yeah, and, and he, I it, guess. every six years he comes back. So you've got six years from the last time he killed nine of your friends. Acid, lava, bombs, fire. There are so many objects. Like a really, 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 really deep hole, and then just fill it with cement. Like it's like guys, like, it's like, guys. If we do not take care of the predator. That media right there, the size of Texas, is going to hit Earth, and then Bruce Willis is going to be upset he didn't get to put a big hole. Well, no, in that's it. the thing. Like the, the threat's not even the media. The media just opens the portal. The threat yeah. is if you don't fight him and let him kill your dudes, he just sticks around and keeps killing. Yeah. But dig a hole or bomb or landmine or any number of modern th- like get modern, the portal gun technology. Anything from the last hundred years. The sham wow. Uh, this thing's done. Shake weights. Let's see him regenerate without a fucking head. Set it like and forget movie. it. 
rotisserie chickens. Honestly, I'm <laughs> you're gonna love my nuts. I'm probably gonna have to change my review because I, I like. Think <laughs> back on the oh, we got him. Three stars is too him. generous. Too fucking generous, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Like, that, that is way in a ten star system, this would have gotten a four. Like, yeah, like I, I feel like that that would be I'm fair. Sorry, but the cage cut of Mortal Kombat Annihilation is not that good. Okay. <laughs> God, and that's not even talking about the cinematography. Which like, was, we haven't even talked about that beginning fight scene that goes from like third person to first person, and then it's like the person's taking the camera helmet off and then getting another perspective, and then just rinse, cycle, repeat. And I had to look away. I almost threw up. I've never yeah. had that much trouble with like I. I've seen most of the Transformers movies in theaters, right? There's a lot going on, and it's hard to decipher what's happening. Those made sense compared to those fight scenes that I saw. Well, there was a reason fucking Hardcore Henry didn't do well, because, uh, spoiler alert, a fucking first-person movie doesn't really work. Is that bad? Especially an action movie. movie. I, I, mean, I, was, I thought it would have been cool to see it in IMAX, at least. But. I, I, I didn't want, like, at that point, I was working at the movie theater when Cloverfield came out. Yeah. The original Cloverfield, and I got to see that like in a sneak peek the the Wednesday before, just for the employees. And I love Cloverfield, but I had to look away because that first person cam right in front of you in that screen, like I almost threw up on my manager's head. Yeah. I had to lean down. I was like, "Hey, Hannibal, we're gonna need to put up warnings, man. Yeah. This is gonna make some people really, really barfy." That was the first time I'd ever noticed theaters putting up signs for movie like warnings like that. You're welcome. It was Cloverfield. Yeah. Cloverfield. <laughs> it's been a long day. Fuck off. But it, yeah, it's... And then the camera does like 360 and like 780 turns and I'm just like... And then you're following a different fight. Like like you said, you're switching off the camera. Yeah, it, it starts out like POV then it goes to like like third person. And, 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 and the thing is, is I'm all for like all the avant-garde, new flashy cinematic techniques you want to do. Hipster indie bullshit, we know. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> but... Why you say y'all? <laughs> I didn't say it, he said it. Fuck you. <laughs> you just got hit by a stray bullet. You have to accept it. Rude. I demand an apology. Otto, get him. Every no. six years, Jonathan shows up. <laughs> I heard you shit about my criterion collection. <laughs> uh, you don't know the genius of Ingmar Bergman, motherfuckers. Persona's a masterpiece. No, but... Uh, <laughs> But like, the Seven Seals is a great movie. Seven Seals is a fantastic movie. Yeah, Max von Sydow, he's lovely. Could y'all shut up about the hipster bullshit and fuck it? Movie's like seventy years old. Fuck you. Well, fuck you. Not all of us watches indie hipster bullshit. (laughs) You talk shit about things you like. Shut up. Yeah. No, I mean, if he would watch less hipster indie bullshit, he would have watched Wandavision by now. I feel targeted right now. I can't. I can't, I can't help you there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, stop. It's fine. It's there. Stop, Jonathan. Can watch your it palette, whenever. Jonathan, and slum it with the rest. I'm of just it. worried about it getting spoiled for you. That's all. I'm yeah. concerned. I, I, somehow, I'm like goddamn Neo in the Matrix. Because like, I, I like anytime everyone's like, "Man, I got this shit spoiled for me on Twitter." I'm like. I guess I just don't follow dumbasses on Twitter. Oh, but what's, what's the over under on the Matrix Four being dog shit? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna watch uh, it. I'm gonna watch uh, it too, but I'm probably gonna hate it. Uh, I hope it's gonna be better than three. Start. Um, oh, it has to be. Right? I'll even settle for as good as two. 
like, like they need to do pull the Matrix multiverse shit and then cast Will Smith as the other as the what originally would have been Neo if the casting would have worked out. Like yeah. that's always intrigued me. Like, what if the Matrix did get Will Smith instead of Keanu Reeves? How it would that be, version would have it would be out. a very different movie. What if Keanu Reeves? Had been Jim West in Wild Wild West. It still would have. Oh, sucked. Yeah. It still would have sucked. Wild Wild West. I, I ironically enjoy that movie. It has a giant I, mechanical super spider. Oh, in it. I really, I really like that Kevin movie. Smith made money off of telling that story a yeah. thousand times. I, I love you, Kevin, but you know you do. I mean, crying I can, while watching. I mean, I cried while watching WandaVision too, but I didn't like watch it three times and then masturbate with my own tears. <laughs> To be fair, if I could make to be fair, if I could make that much money just telling the same story every ten minutes, I would do that. That's why we're so doing much. this. I mean, we're that, building that, our own version of Smodco right now. So, uh-huh. so for, for any of the three of you that know any of these convention people that want to invite your favorite podcast, fuck those guys. Invite us instead. Also, um, uh. I didn't know until about, I don't know, a little bit into it, that this was actually based off of a comic book. Is that correct? Yep, it's a comic book. Hence the weird uh, DVD menu uh, comic panel transition. Like Photoshop, filter, like very, application. Very Ang Lee from Hulk. I'm just like, very, whoa, 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 chill yeah. out. I'm not trying to get the, the director commentary going right now. What are you doing? But it's a part of the movie, and you're like, oh, shit. Well, here's the weird thing is that it's based off a comic book, but when they announced this movie... And that it was based off a comic book. Uh, I, and I'm not saying I'm the end all be all of comic book knowledge, uh, but I do own a comic book store. So, I mean, you're pretty a, up there. It's unusual for me to have never have heard of a thing. And when they announced this shit, I had never heard of the thing. So I don't know if it was just really, 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 really indie, or if they made this comic book with the express purpose of making a movie out of it. That is quite possible. Or did they, or did they mean, pick some like jackasses like comic and turn it into a movie? Like, are we going to see a loggerhead comic book movie next? Oh, don't, oh. don't even. Don't even. <laughs> that is a, that is an extremely specific oh, pointed man. reference that no one outside of our friend group will know. <laughs> Unless like, he listens to the. What if he listens to the podcast? We're all going to get mean tweets. You guys, I mean, I don't give a shit. Let him talk. He he, I mean, he fucking drew a, a spray can. A spray can bar with fucking Princess Leia tits yeah, on it. What's, I don't, what's, I don't get, like, un, unless he used to be like, I don't know, like a graffiti artist or a tagger, I don't get the whole like spray can uh, chic that he's got going on over there. Well, uh, and it doesn't help also, that he just... Also, fucking sucked. Oh, yeah, it does. <sighs> and I own that comic. So, uh, I did just look it up because I was curious. I thought I heard about a certain thing with the movie Jiu-Jitsu to bring it back. Uh, it was based on a comic by a man named Dimitri Lagathetis and Jim McGrath. That was the director of the film. The that was the that him. was the director of the film. Yes, yes, yes. He directed the movie based off of his comic book. It all makes sense now. Yes. God, it's like Southland Tales all over again. It doesn't make sense. Except In Southland Tales is at least fun to watch as an experiment. Sense. It's yeah, terrible. I did t- take that experiment, and I I will at least admit it was kind of fun. Like it's not a good movie, but I not didn't good. hate it. <clears throat> but jujitsu sucked. Like, yeah, that's, that, that, yeah. Like for real, jujitsu is not good. Uh, go watch Wandavision instead, or I don't know, fucking anything else uh, except Left Behind. 
Yeah, don't get ahead of us. And yeah. and uh, <laughs> Boo and Medea Halloween. Don't watch that one either. Well, I would say stay away from Tyler Perry in general. Oh yeah, I agree. But especially that one. <laughs> I will say big ups to um uh the granny in this movie who like blasts the fucking predator My like, three or four times with a shotgun. Is, it's a Burmese granny with the fucking shotty because she <laughs> fucking like came in strapped, blew his ass out, and she dipped. Like yeah. bravo the granny. She was pretty solid. Oh, also, Nick Cage is not Frank Grillo's dad. Uh, they tell you that later. It doesn't matter because no one seems to care. It's not even clear if he can remember that it's his dad after he finds out it's his dad. And, and then every and then he's just, he tells people explicitly multiple times, "Hey, I don't remember." And they're like, "Oh, you fucking nerd! You don't remember?" And, <laughs> and again, I'm going back the very beginning of the movie, like when he's with the army lady and they're asking him questions. He obviously does not know a single thing. He doesn't remember fuck all. And then all of a sudden, Tony Jaws' character shows up out of nowhere and is like, come on, bro, we got to go. They do the fucking predator arm thing, and then he just goes with him like he's known him his entire life. But he still doesn't recognize him at the end, which I feel like... I don't even know you guys. What? Which Yet is, I decided to come here for some reason. I, I do appreciate that if you think of the movie as that the main character just has a massive concussion the whole movie, the way he acts makes a lot more sense. That is or true. permanent brain damage, more likely. Because he just has like this faraway look in his eye, and even when you tell him something explicitly, he doesn't remember it the next time it's mentioned. Yeah, and then, because like the... Oh, that could just be chopped up to bad acting, though. Because the... the um, uh, I just call her uh, crossbow arm, because that was awesome. Um, tells him... Tells Jake from State Farm that Nick Cage is his father. And then she says, wait, you don't know? He doesn't know fucking anything! Yeah. That's been established the whole movie. Well, it's like, well, what? And, and like, if, if he, like... Why did you tell him then? Like, you didn't know? <laughs> he didn't want me to know! Like, I can't... It's just... The entire like that. It's just... They're shocked that massive head wound Harry doesn't remember shit. And then and then they're just like, fuck you nerd and like spit on him the entire time. But also you need to save us from this like existential galactal threat. You ran like a bitch, but you're our only hope, stupid asshole. How dare you? Please help us. They're very cindere in that respect. <laughs> but I was going to say what, what I thought was funny, like when Nick Cage first appears, the way he is talking to him and sort of kind of dancing about what's happening we all thought for a hot second that Nick Cage's character was the main character somehow from the future, but transplanted yeah. to the past. We thought we had a looper situation on our that hands. That would have been a better movie. <laughs> probably. Probably. Looper, but shit. <laughs> More like pooper, am I right, boys? <laughs> hey uh, but, oh, but I will God. say during that scene where Nick Cage has his fight with his son, I guess, uh, he he says my favorite line in the film is like "Get off my piano" and just start slapping him around. <laughs> that was good. See, like, he's entertaining in everything he's in. It's just everything he's in isn't entertaining. Yeah, but, yeah. Like the the whole movie, there are parts where you see like this uh, this art carving in the wall of somebody obviously sleeping, and that was just like the the movie's interpretation of me. <laughs> Well, my thoughts on this. Yeah, film. a movie so insipid that, that Buddha himself is like, I'm, I'm gonna take a nap. I love my load I have here. <laughs> Six second wound window, bollocks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this movie was not good. Also, uh, there was a scene I just want to point out. Uh, there were like two of the guys. It looked like discount Chuck Liddell and Randy from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. 
That was funny because like uh, not Randy from Trailer Park Boys had the uh, uh, the Predator slash terrible Dead Space cosplay monster in a in a sleeper hold, and he's just like, and he's like, you're fucking Randy, goddamn cheeseburger walrus. <laughs> and like, by the way, the the main alien dude has a name. It's Brax. Yeah, Brax. I didn't. Stupid. I didn't matter. fucking remember. Uh, it didn't matter. Also, was it just me, or did the fucking face of the alien look like the fucking, uh, com- it's like supercomputer from the original Tron? You see, it kind of, but to me, it more looked like. And here's another Doctor Who reference. It looked like the face of Bo. I, I don't. Know. I, I get that reference, but necessary chroma key everywhere. To me, he just kind of looked like a like a like a bad fish, and and the, and the, and the way they kept like teasing the face, like I was expecting like a, an actual face reveal. Because like his helmet is full of this blue smoke, but nah. until he like looks real hard, it gets a little clear. Nah, that'd be too easy. But then like uh, that never happens, and then he just no. gets cursed. You're stuck with the Masters of the Universe hologram sticker face from 1984 on those He-Man toys. That's what you get. And you're gonna fucking yeah. Like the, the, you get the shitty CG fish worm people from a Tool music video. Also, so, there's, there's one other thing. Sorry to interrupt, Cam, but this one's bothering me. This has been bothering me since I saw the movie. Okay, and it's just it's eating into my head. Because uh, I've I've ranted already about how why didn't they just booby trap the portal right? Yeah. Guy steps through, then he's fucking dead. Problem solved. Yeah, be there with a bazooka. Right, gone. Here's here's another question, and this is I think I don't think you guys have thought about this yet because you're going to get even angrier now. What's to stop them? And just follow me on this. What's to stop them from destroying the stone that the portal is? Just break the fucking portal. Yeah. Just do that. Just take a sledgehammer, that some bitch. Over six years, problem solved. Well, because all the, this whole, you know, Mortal Kombat meets, you know, um, I don't know, Dead Space. It's like, we're, we're about fighting with honor. We'd to, to, to be making it too easy if we did all this, like, logical shit. It's break the, like, like, how did they even think to make the fucking portal in the first place? Well, the aliens made it, I guess. So break it! I mean, but they can't because that this movie establishes that aliens are real, right? Sure. So that means the little flying saucers from Batteries Not Included would just come down and fix the portal. <laughs> And that's when it just keeps coming back every six or, years. Or hear me out. If it's signaled by the comet, I mean, just nuke the comet. Y'all let me know if anybody got that batter's not included reference, <laughs> by the way, because <laughs> if you do, then we, we, we can be friends. Just we are throwing you know. out a lot of, like, Doctor Who and batter's not included and DBZ reference. We're talking about a lot of shit that isn't jujitsu, a lot of better shit. Because oh, this yeah. movie sucks. <laughs> I would definitely mention- rather watch batter's not included than this again. <laughs> I can't remember. Did we mention that the alien invented jujitsu, gave it to mankind so he yeah. could have an yes. entertaining fight? Yes. Yeah, that, that, was was t- that was told to us verbatim, and we still couldn't, like, 100% understand. And also, only one person used jujitsu in this whole movie. And it was fucking Nick Cage, and he dies at, like, halfway through. Because the alien just fucking, like, does Bane from Nightfall and breaks his fucking back. That's my exact note. Nick Cage gets baned. Yep. And then cuts his throat open. It's like, broke the cage with, like, some of the worst CG blood splatter ever. Oh, the CGI in this movie is dog shit. It's, like, the sword shimmer... Every five seconds, you want to die of alcohol poisoning. Every time you see a light reflected, a fake <laughs> CG light reflected off of a fucking sword, take a shot, take two, and call me in the morning. So much lens flare. JJ Abrams is jealous. Oh, like, like he fucking like, it. Unnecessary. God, this is—it's almost Neil Breen level like, of bad. You know that actually came to mind. The only thing I—I I, I would have said that, but you know, better better sets and 
shit. I will give him that at least. I do think it's funny how like every weapon in this movie looked like they bought it from like a, a flea market. Like I could go yeah. to Tanny Hill tomorrow because I'm pretty sure like and get me a katana like that. That staff. And the nunchucks, they look to be made out of the same fucking material. It's PVC that they spray painted with chrome uh, spray paint. Or they just well, like that, that, they just like the pipe Tony Jaw the had the PVC pipes, but these other two had like like smaller, uh, slender little like tubes. Also, how shitty is that space metal that the not predator had that Tony Jaw could knee his way through the some bitch? Yeah, like just yeah, I broke it. Oh no. Like, but but he regens. The armor's like all crazy and regeneration and shit, but he can't make a good staff. It's like between your two to 16 second window of putting a grenade in his butthole. So, listeners, this movie sucked is what yes. we're trying to say. We didn't enjoy it. Uh, I will be revising my review right now, in fact. Live on the podcast? Live, live on air. On Fuck it, we'll do it live. On the podcast, I, I did. I did actually go onto Letterbox to see if there were any sincere five star reviews. Were there? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, there actually were. That's deeply upsetting. Uh, let's see, going down to one and a half stars. <laughs> oh wow, that's oh. A, that was quite a drop. <laughs> yeah, I did not enjoy it. Did not like it, Sam. I am. Yeah, like yeah. So so far, this is my lowest scored uh, cage film for this podcast. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Bet y'all wish y'all were a little nicer to Willy's Wonderland now, don't you? Yeah, kind of. Oh, I've already <laughs> I've already said my apologies to Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, because that that movie was like halfway fun. This this yeah, was doo doo. It had better moments yeah. than this one. Because definitely, like any any like consistent fun we had, it's more more so just like from us bidding because. Because I felt like I was fairly, you know, I would do my job. I was fairly, I could tell like John and Ken were pretty checked out for most of it. I mean, I was the same way. I had my phone out taking notes when I was watching it and checking Facebook and doing anything to not fall asleep at 830 at night on a Tuesday. Yeah, I, I knew this, this film was definitely going to give me the opportunity to take a good amount of notes. Because early on I knew it was just like this. Oh, nope. <laughs> From the moment you see like this like... Direct to video, like CG Christian video type opening with like Orion style letters for the title card. You know what movie you're walking into. Oh, yeah. I did that. And to think. <laughs> I actually kind of dug the title card. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a good bit. But to think that's what we chose to spend watching on Raul, Raul Julia's birthday. Yeah. What? Oh, that's really? Right. Street Fighter would have been a much better choice. Do you want you want to give the, the folks at home a little history lesson here? What, how Street Fighter from 1994 is the greatest video game adaptation ever made? <laughs> I mean, you can Fucking do that fight too. me. On how the greatest video game adaptation ever made? I said it. <laughs> give I, me something better. Uh, obviously Rampage. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Silent Hill. It's not bad, but... Any movie that has Sean Bean in a horror movie and its sequel, and he lives, that's I either impressive. Have a massive amount of respect, or I feel very disappointed. And I don't, it's a little both, honestly. But no, Street Fighter from 1994 is one of my favorite movies. I love it to death. Uh, and Raul Julia is the absolute highlight, and I can quote most of the film. And uh, maybe one day we will talk about it on here. On the Sean Claude Van Damme podcast. Yeah. Not the Raul Julia podcast. Right. Well, no. We, 
We don't need to do a Jean-Claude Van Damme podcast unless we talk about how he and J- Jason David Frank have hated each other for 20 years. That'd be fun. Yeah. Our close personal friend, Jason David Frank. Yeah, no, our, our good friend, JDF. JDF, uh, what up, dog? Yo, good, uh, miss you. you. Come back. Come hang out. Come back, hang out. We, cool. we love you. But yeah, Jiu-Jitsu is a shitty, shitty film. Yeah. We don't like it, and you shouldn't waste your time, honestly. Watch something else. Watch something better. Like uh, just about anything. Just about anything. Watch Street Fighter from 1994, but not yeah. the Chun-Li uh, sequel with Kristen Crook. Definitely, yeah, that movie's Definitely bad. take Street Fighter over this film any day. Yeah. And, and Mortal Kombat from 95. I will, ta- I will watch I Mortal... Like I would watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation over Jiu-Jitsu. Same. Uh, I, I know same. those are tough words to say out loud, but I mean everyone. It's not though. good, but I mean, at least it's funny. Yeah. At least you can tell what's going on in those fucking fight scenes more so than this one. Yep. And again, this one, the fight scenes in this one are better than any Christopher Nolan fight scene. And I will stand by that. Nolan doesn't do fight scenes well, so he should stop trying. Um, True, but, but I still don't agree. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not good. This movie sucked. Yeah. That's really what we're trying to say. And uh, I, don't, uh, I don't have anything else to say about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. I, I got nothing. Yeah, this no. this movie was not good. I would not recommend it. And no. uh, pass, hard hard pass in the cage meter. Oh, you betcha. Yeah, it's not good. But is this is this better than Left Behind? I'm the only one yes. here who hasn't seen. God, it. Yes. oh god, yeah. yeah, yeah wow, this is better than Left. Behind. Like like I said, this movie is on like the same tier as like Priest, where it's like bad, but you don't really remember it after a couple days. I Frankenstein, maybe. Yeah, I. Uh, why I, I, did you make me remember I that? You reminded me of Priest, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't think Priest was better than I Frankenstein. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is not even <laughs> Priest is better than I Frankenstein. Not I mean, by a lot. It, I mean, like it, obviously that's like D tier, like Walmart, mm-hmm. Dracula movie. Untold. Oh God! <laughs> but no, Ken, to answer your question, Left Behind. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I've seen a lot of movies. And I've seen a lot of bad ones. The last movie I saw in theaters is still Cats. <laughs> I own Cats on Amazon. I'm entertained by It's terrible. But you I'm gave it five stars on Letterboxd. Yeah, because I'm an asshole sometimes. And, and, and it was, it he did it for the meme. So no, I've he seen, loved it, though. I've seen a lot of bad movies. I can say, uh, without a doubt, that Left Behind, for a spoiler alert for the future episode... Where we're gonna shit on it way more than we've shit on jujitsu. Left Behind is easily top three worst movies I've ever seen. Possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, I second Ooh. that motion. Ooh. Like I literally think the only movie I, that's worse than Left Behind 2014 that I've seen is Boo Medea Halloween. It'd be it'd be hard to uh, supplant that one. See, I've seen most of the Medea stuff because I had a friend who loved Medea and. That should have been a warning sign, but that's not the point. Um, I've seen a lot of Medea, and I will occasionally chuckle at Medea every so often. Like, huh? That's, that's kind of funny. But there's no joy. There's no, there's no happiness to be had in Left Behind. If I could have given Left Behind negative stars on Letterboxd, I would have. <laughs> Minus five stars. Well, 
It's like I, honestly, I'm struggling to think of something worse that I've seen. Can you review a movie on Letterbox without giving it a star rating? No, minimum is like half a star, I think. But uh, what I'm saying is, can well, you, you give you, it a you review? Can log without... a, you can log a film on Letterbox without giving this. Well, you can just say like why. Well, you just go in there and Dave Meltzer that shit and be like negative three stars. <laughs> Fuck this movie. It's bad. Like, you're going to have a bad time. And I'm going to come watch it with you guys because I don't leave my friends to suffer alone. Yeah. And, and we're we're going to be under the influence. I, unfortunately, am uh, technically straight edge, though I don't identify with the lifestyle. I don't uh, drink. So I will... I will bring enough Reese's cups to drown an elephant in chocolate. And yeah, that will be just just teetering on the edge of a diabetic coma. Right, that will be my escape from the pain of watching Left Behind for the second time, and hopefully the last time. By God, it will be the last time. Uh, that is until someone starts invites us to the Chad Michael Murray podcast. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray podcast? Yeah. What? He's uh, he's in it. Yeah. He's the only other like name actor in Wait, it. Who, Maybe if you don't count the the dwarf from Pirates of the Caribbean. Wait, who's this again? <laughs> who? Chad Mark. Chad. He was. He, like he was on um. He was on a teeny bopper show in the early two thousands. Oh, that yeah. fucking narrows was, it down. Yeah. He, uh, he was on. He was on a, a couple episodes of Southland, like a cop show. Yeah. Uh, he was also on Riverdale. He was a bad guy in Riverdale. He was like James Vanderbeek, but without talent. I fucking Ooh. said it. I like Vanderbeek. I mean, Fanny Beats a cool guy. Sorry, I'm trying to put a... Yeah. Then, oh, that guy. Yeah, he's also... Chad Michael. Here's, here's another thing. Left Behind is so bad that until you said that, I had completely fucking forgotten he was in that movie. <laughs> Wait Same. a minute. Leah Thompson is in this movie. Yeah, she's also in there. I forgot about that. Huh. There's a cavalcade <laughs> of stars. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, yeah, no, worst movie I've ever seen, I think. Uh, I can't think of anything I've seen that's worse. Except maybe extra, but that was years ago. We were throwing around WandaVision and a priest a lot here today. So this meme I saw, you know, it's like how you were introduced to Paul Bettany and it's him as Vision. And then how I was introduced and it's him from A Knight's Tale. Right. So just go around the room. How were you introduced to Paul Bettany? Just out of curiosity. Nice uh, just for shits and gigs. Yeah, Knight's Tale. Nice uh, tale? Okay. For me, it was probably the MCU. Oh, wow. Okay. Pat. Or that's the first time I knew who he was. I think the first time I I was cognizant. No wait, I, the first time I saw Paul Bettany was in um The Vinci Code. Me, stuff fucking same. High five. High yes. five. Yeah, the uh, the the self flagellating um, albino monk. I crammed that book. I, I bought the book because I knew the movie was coming out, and I read the book. I actually really enjoyed the book, and uh, watched the movie. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, do, do, but, do, you, do you remember the Da Vinci Code uh, mystery action game? No. Yeah, it, it was a hoot because there's all these different sequences where you have to like solve puzzles in a museum where you play as Tom Hanks, of course, but then he gets into fights with security guards because he had to like... Wait a minute. Was this on like the OG Xbox? I think Because so. I think I may have played a oh, demo Lord. or something. And, and there, 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 there is a spectacular line when, he, when you're like doing this hanky-janky like early... Reaction command fight with a security guard. He just screams, "Would you like it, super size?" Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Speaking of Legion, love that movie. It's been oh, a while yeah. since I've Not seen bad. it, but yeah, I did think of a contender to worst movie I've ever seen, though. Uh oh, 
Blair Witch Project 2. Oh, Book of uh, no, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2. Get it right, nerd. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to purge that bullshit from my mind for years. Ooh, that is a bad the, movie. One of the very first ARG games on the intranet, because they had like that secret is... scenes you could unlock where they said ghosts had fucked with stuff, right? But it's clearly CGI. But ghosts had fucked with like all these locks on these file cabinets are now arranged in a pentagram for half a frame. That movie was shit, and it's still better than Left Behind. I said because <laughs> at least Blair Witch had that hot goth chick in it. She was, she was. It, uh, very it also attractive. had that the guy that would go on to be in Burn Notice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's I've actually cool. never seen that movie. Son but. of Mask was also pretty terrible. Oh uh, yeah, Son that was Mask pretty bad. bad. Still, yeah. Left Behind is worse. Uh, I'm I'm going on my letterbox. See what other <laughs> movies. Honestly, this is just this podcast is just turning into fuck left behind cast. I mean, I well, know I've seen terrible movies. However, I, the preamble to the left behind, I don't have a lot of them reviewed yet. We're gonna I'm have still... to do this one pretty soon then for left behind. <laughs> well, no, oh, and you know we're gonna still talk about it after we finish it. Oh yeah, no. Well, obviously we're just rubbing the tip until we get there. Yeah, no. Left behind is the sort of movie that leaves scars. I, 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 I'm trying to think of like I don't have a lot of half stars on my letter, but I know the 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 one movie that I saw. For me, that was the worst. That, like so bad, I had to like get up and walk away. Like I remember watching the sixth Halloween movie, Curse of Michael Myers. Oh no! Oh. I felt sick to my stomach. I it's just is objectively bad. I needed. I had to go walk, get some air, and like I'm sorry, Paul Rudd was in his like peak, like like early ninety two thousands, like hot. But then like he couldn't save that movie. Uh, I thought of a couple contenders for Left Behind. Okay. Artemis Fowl. Ooh. <laughs> we, but we had a good ass time watching Artemis Fowl. With, with, I will still not get over when Judy Dench in her fucking like bullshit leprechaun outfit comes out and like drops that like quote badass movie line where she's like, top of the morning, dude. But she has like her version of Batman voice. Also, Dame Judy Dench is completely immobile in that movie. She's just like stock still, and they just pick her up like a claw machine and just set her in front of the camera. She can't move. And, and I was also reminded of another movie that we will talk about that I believe is going to be the worst. God, movie. I may have to marinate. I, I, I've seen some bad movies, but I'm literally trying to pinpoint, in my opinion, the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Which one's yours, Jonathan? Because I've got one other one that I hate, but not as much as Left Behind. I, like I'm, I'm going to save that because we're going to talk about it. Okay, I only have three half-star reviews on my letterbox as of right now. One of them is the leather special from Amy Schumer. Oh yeah, that one's I, not good. I despise her. She's not funny. Uh, and the other one, which I'd still rather watch over Left Behind, is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Bullshit. Oh, fuck. Oh, you know what? <laughs> watch that one. Uh, and I am still mad. I yeah, I remember when you dropped by the house one day and just like, let me tell you about this. I was really thing. sad because I was watching the trailer for the first time, not knowing what it was, thinking it was legit, possibly a sequel to The Fifth Element because it had that same sort of vibe to well, it's it. Well, it's the same director. Really? Yeah. Luke that makes Holmes. a lot of sense. But they took the books because those are comic books. And they took the first six or so graphic novels and just shoved it into one movie. That's why every 20 minutes of that horrible, horrible movie feels like a different story. Because it fucking is. Also, Dane DeHaan needs to stop trying to be the leading man. He's not good at it. He's better at other things. And Cara Delevingne needs to stop. 
Those are some names you just threw out my <laughs> went over my head. Cara Delevingne's best performance is as the DJ on that one station in Grand Theft Auto. Fucking said it. Fight me. I, I mean, just like I do swing and a miss. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember when she was popular, like six years ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, Day DeHaan, he was Harry Osborne in the Amazing Spider-Man. That's right. That he, sleepy eye. He was great in Chronicle. Yeah. He was in Chronicle. Was, oh, he, was he the guy that went crazy too. in the Chronicle? Yeah. He was yeah. The villain. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So I have scared. a couple of contenders here okay. in, in my experience. Of course, I uh, put this on my fucking tombstone. Fuck Donnie Darko. Like, I think I gave that movie a half a star, and that's Ugh. generous. I, I don't know if I'd go that low, but yeah, that movie's fucking dog shit. I actually liked it. I didn't like the director's cut. The original mm. cut's much better, but I didn't hate God, it. It wasn't I, bad. It's the, the fandom and the the people that came up around it screaming about how great it is. That's well, terrible. that's probably the thing because every motherfucker who knew what black eyeliner was just was like, it's the greatest movie of all time. you got to watch it, man. And I did. I gave it a fair shot. And I'm just like, what the fuck? See, I, I watched it pretty soon after it came out. Like, it, it hit Blockbuster. It was in the new rental section. Yeah. So I checked it out. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they did a director's cut. I was like, oh, this is less cool. And then he did Southland Tales. I'm like, yeah. clearly Southland Tales is, it's, again, not that great, but miles above Donnie Darko. I will watch that over that fucking trash any day. But What's the other one? Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Ooh, ooh. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, is that what? Oh, is that the Nick Schwartzen movie? Yes, ooh. the movie. Oh, where, fuck! The movie where apparently he has a micro penis and he <sighs> prematurely ejaculates, and because of this, somehow gets a gig in the adult film industry. That is definitely a contender. That but... is. That has to be. The, I, I can literally see the bile in Jimmy's mouth. <laughs> not, I did not like that movie uh, at all. God, what is is it like a parody of Boogie Nights? I will still say I'd rather watch Bucky Larson than Left Behind because at least there feels like a story in Bucky Larson as opposed to Left Behind. Where it's just like a string of events. And also... This probably will come as a shock to several people listening, which you know, I, I, you know, that's a different discussion. But I am a Christian, a very liberal universalist Christian, with a very, very bad potty mouth. That's not the fucking point. <laughs> Left, I, mean, I love fucking Jesus. I mean, considering like he's in Jesus. God, I fucking love Jesus. God damn. Ah! I'm sorry, but we're blaspheming. Left, and left behind. The characters that seem like the worst people in the universe are the Christians. And that just makes me wonder, like, who is that fucking movie for? Well, the thing is, is I know it's not a pure flicks movie, but it's basically a pure flicks movie. It's based off of a Christian propaganda book. Series. Um it's all one giant. But the thing, thing is, is that like what we guys. what we think of as like bad character traits, like I don't know, being a judgmental cunt. Yeah. Like, they see that as a virtue. And like, well, that, and, and having lived in that world forever, because I'm a former youth pastor. Again, I realize this comes as a shock to a lot of you listening. Fuck off. Uh, I've watched a lot of really bad Christian movies. 
not on purpose. I had to be there. Oh, I, I grew up in church. Yeah, I so, get it. Like even in those, yeah, the Christians come off not great because that's what they do. But in in this Left Behind with Nicolas Cage, they went out of their way to make them smug, smarmy, unpleasant, just cocks. They're awful. Yeah. I don't get like I like who is this movie fucking for? I don't know. God's Not Dead's another contender. Oh, it's not good. God's Not Dead too. Still not dead. That that really stupid the the facing the giants the football movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Why the fuck are you bringing these movies? I thought I had purged my mind. I'm so glad I don't know any of the words that are being spoken. Oh my god! Where where the like the plot of the movie is the guy can't fucking nut. <laughs> it's not good. So the opposite of Bucky Larson. While also being a Southern football coach. It's yeah, basically and, remember and, the Titans, but shitty. Yeah. And, and then what, then there was like Georgia's football coach was in it for like a scene yeah. or Georgia's football coach at the time. Yeah, was, I can't. I cannot remember that fucker's they name. They made he, us watch that shit in the school I went to for an assembly one day. Uh, I, I used to go to that school. Back when I was a teacher in that place. I was a teacher, too. Fuck off. I've had a weird life. Hey, we had two teachers on the cast today, everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I was a teacher, They tried to make too. everybody watch another movie in addition to, like, I was there that day for Facing the Giants again, and they're like, hey, we're all watching this movie. And I was like, no, I'll be in the classroom. Thank you. I've got stuff to do. And I just went and I read Game Informer. And it was much better. Oh, I, I can imagine, because... Yeah. God, you remember Game Informer? Yeah. Still a thing. I know it's still a thing. Speaking of other football movies, you remember We Are Marshall? Yeah, I didn't like that one. No, I've actually never seen We Are Marshall. It's all right, but I mean... mean, It's not the worst thing ever, but... I just get tired of the sports cliche movie, you know? Yeah. The only one I really like is Invincible, because it's just Marky Mark being weird. Was that before or after he beat beat, 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 a Vietnamese man near death? Much after. Much after. Oh, okay. When are we going to get the uh, inspirational football movie with Nick Cage as the coach? He doesn't seem much like a sports type of guy. Which which makes him perfect for it. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. Just just do any given Sunday, but make Nick Cage the Al Pacino role. It'd be fun. Or, uh, we got my Cage Chino. Okay, funny story. Uh, the first scene I've ever saw in that movie, I was uh, walking into my dad's room one day, and he's watching the movie, and then it's the shower scene, and there's just dong everywhere. And I was just like, oh, hello, wieners. <laughs> Isolate that audio. Isolate that audio. <laughs> oh, remaking the theme song. That one's going right into the... <laughs> Oh, hello, wieners. Hello, oh, wieners. I walked into my dad's room. Hello, wieners. <laughs> I'm just going to have to do an all canon cut of the Cajun Greatness theme song just for his birthday or something. Man, the, the clip show of this is going to be great. If that's ever a thing that happens in the future. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll be self-aggrandizing enough to make a clip show of the show that five yeah. people listen to. Yeah, all right, if it listens, if it makes it a year. Yeah. Makes it a year, clip show. I mean, I have no intention of stopping. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I imagine. No intention of stopping. I don't have so a much life. Cage. I have More a cage comic to book come. store, and I'm very, very single. The fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> and, and besides, even if nobody listened to it, like, who's going to fucking make it stop putting it on the internet? I mean, Nobody. Uh, come on. 
I mean, nobody likes the shit I draw. Nobody likes the music I make. I keep making it. I'm bored. Yeah, you do it for you. You don't do it for anybody else. And also, everybody's got guns pointed at each yeah, other. Yeah, this we're is in a Mexican thing finger right gun now. standoff. One of y'all doesn't drink Wilkins coffee. And Gotta be quicker than well, that. One of y'all doesn't watch WandaVision. Well, I'm guilty as charged. That's a great guilty. song. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Ah, oh, such a good fucking movie. I love God. Blackheart. I have that soundtrack. Oh, on my God. Phone. I wish that Nick Cage was in that movie so we could talk about that one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with some weird way to pick different podcast themes as extra episodes because we have no lives and we're real bored. Oh, well, man. I imagine we'll probably, like, at a certain point, you know, we do this for a couple years, we're going to run out of Nick Cage movies. Sure. I was thinking something like in the next like half a year or like months. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Who knows? And this crazy. Basically, Shimmy is very eager to spin off to spin off. Shimmy is very bored. Shimmy wants to do things with his friends. Let's get the AYCH version of Smodco going. That's a... Look, Why you, not? Wanted, you wanted an Ah podcast network. This is how we We're do gonna it. We're going to fucking do it. I mean, I didn't say it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just more like an eventuality. Yeah. So, you know. Just also, just, everyone's got guns pointed at their head. Just a little teaser. A little teaser for some stuff that may happen. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about other shit. Also, big ups to Wenzel. Just noticed on Letterboxd he watched Top Secret. I forgot that movie was a thing. Well, that's a great movie. That's, I love that movie. It's a good movie. You know, Val Kilmer sent me a very nice message once on Reddit when I complimented his movies. And he was very active on Reddit for some reason. And he sent me like a very nice direct message. Like, yeah, thanks for uh, complimenting my movies. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Like, real sweet guy. Nice. I hope, yeah. he, uh, I hope he gets better. Yeah, he seems uh, pretty ill. Well, yeah, he had throat cancer, but apparently he's in remission. Well, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Does that mean we've seen Mark Kane one-man show one part two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, super nice guy. Max Landis also sent me a Reddit DM once. Because I said, oh, I'm looking forward to this Frankenstein movie that Landis wrote. And he was just lurking because apparently he had nothing else to do when he wasn't sexually harassing people. I was about to say, yeah. wasn't that the Landis who yeah. was like a rapist? No, he sent me a DM said, don't watch that dog shit movie. They fucked up my script. It's like, cool. That I, seems... Professional? That, that seems like the opposite of what you should be going for. But also, whatever, you, you fucked up somebody's life, so uh, piss off. Yeah. Well, this was before all that came out. It makes me hate the fact that I ever enjoyed wrestling isn't wrestling even more. I mean, that's that's another part of the, you know, just coming out of the Lovecraft discussion from two weeks ago. You know, it's okay to like the art of somebody without supporting the shittiness of that person. Yeah. To a degree. It just depends on how shitty they were. Yeah, like I like I for me personally. Yeah, for me personally, I don't feel comfortable watching like a Roman Polanski or Woody Allen movie. Right. Well, well I, I just and, don't like their movies. So, I mean, I haven't seen them. So, <laughs> except you know, I do like the Ninth Gate with Johnny Depp. I like that movie a lot. I don't even know what that is. It's a Roman Polanski. It's one of his more like recent. The, the, well, not recent. It's like fifteen years. But it's yeah, the last I remember seeing the movie at AMC. Like I really liked that movie. It's not a, like a good movie, but I liked it. I like the atmosphere. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like, hey, you guys should watch this. Like, nah, yeah, can. it's sort of like you know, I can't. It's like I can't recommend. Uh, well, not that I really would have, but that like, Jeepers Creepers is kind of like <laughs> dead now. Yeah, Oof, yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, very upsetting when I found out that yeah. shit. Well, and 
and, and honestly, it's a lot easier to separate art from the artist when the artist is dead. Right, and, and yeah. also like in the case of Lovecraft specifically, when all of the other artists in that same era were pretty much just as shitty, if not worse. Yeah. In, in ways that were really bad, but didn't have direct victims. You know, because I mean, there it, and it's it's weird. You know, there is a difference between just social classism like Lovecraft versus being a sexual deviant predator. Yeah. And plus, with Lovecraft stuff, you can put uh, people of color in it to just twist that knife in the grave. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'm guy. loving that th- this new trend right now. Yeah, because uh, we have uh, Jonathan Majors and Lovecraft on scene, and also apparently he's going to be in a Spike Lee Netflix uh, joint production where he plays a. Man, he teams up with an Ethiopian princess to stop a eldritch creature. Did you do that in one fucking breath? Holy shit. That was impressive. I do enjoy Lovecraft Country. That's a good show. I've been meaning to watch it. It's based off a book, you know, not a Lovecraft book. It's just like... Yeah. But it's a good show. Also, Jonathan Majors is distractingly buff. He is a a beefy boy. Uh, And he's going to be a a villain in the Marvel Universe. He's going to be Kang the Conqueror. Kang the fucking Conqueror. I'm very interested to see how they translate Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, like it. He's he's very, uh, he's very. (laughs) A lot of confusing backstory there with Kang the Conqueror. We'll see how it goes. The the man who just can't seem to die. Well, that makes me happy because if the multiverse is established, then we're going to see Kangaroo the Conqueror. Oh, God. That will be the greatest thing in the history of film. Just just give me a Spider Ham movie, you cowards. Do it. Yes. With John Mulaney. Damn right. Well, uh, is it a bad time yet, Chim? I think I think we've hit a good spot. I have no <laughs> idea how long this episode's been. We're using a new system for recording everything, and I forgot to check the or change the time signature. So uh, we're at apparently 256 minutes, uh, but it's in 15 second increments, and they're going real fucking fast. So uh, what we're trying to say is, we hope everything sounds great. Uh, you know, I, I hope we've been recording like this whole time. Good. I just don't know how long it's been. Like yeah, an hour and a half ish. I don't know. I, I, don't, I forgot. Anyway, hit uh, the point of the, the whole thing is jujitsu sucks. And yeah, also, if you're going to make art, don't be a shitty person because then people can't enjoy your stuff anymore. Or also, just don't be a shitty person because yeah. shitty no, people no, are. Let's not go so far. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't be a shitty person. And don't watch jujitsu. So, uh, well, or, or uh, watch it and just have us be the DVD commentary. Yeah, just put us on in the background while you're watching this shitty movie. You'll have a much better time, I promise. Honestly, the podcast is probably the same length as the movie. Yeah, uh, but uh, hopefully it goes by a lot quicker and is more entertaining. DVD com- oh, I imagine. Com- movie commentaries is something that interests me, by the way. If you've never seen the one for Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller, Jack Black, and Robert Downey Jr., you owe it to yourself to watch it because Robert Downey Jr. is in character for the whole fucking thing. Oh, man. So he is Lincoln Osiris until in the movie he takes off his makeup and then he's uh, Kirk Lazarus until the credits when he becomes Robert Downey Jr. I have to buy that movie just for the commentary now. I, I've got the DVD if you want to borrow it. No, it's, like yeah. I, I love that movie. I need to have it. It's at so good. But yeah, no, the commentary. It's my favorite DVD commentary. Also, the one for Scooby Doo with the cast, like the Freddie Prinze and Sarah Michelle Geller, and like that was a fun one too. I'm just that. saying, like if we if we get like a, a good uh, sized cult of cage brewing here, sure. What if we just decided to throw out some uh, some movie commentaries? Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? 
figure out a nice little setup on how to do that and just be like, Boo, Jiu-Jitsu is balls. Why are we watching this again? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I will, I will refuse. I will refuse. Yeah, no. And you're going to watch Left Behind again, though. Because I have to. Because we haven't done the episode yet. This is enough of a commentary for Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, I we mean, don't need fair. to follow along with it. Fair. Yeah, because like whenever the Alabama Podcast <laughs> Festival comes up and we do like our live commentary screen into some some random ass movie, that's when we do that. Is that a real thing that happens? To be continued. Ah, I hate you. If you guys want to hear our commentary for jujitsu in real time, you are more than welcome to pay us to watch it with you, and we will come to your house and shit on the movie while it's playing. And we might take a giant shit in your living room. Well, shit yeah. on the movie, not on your couch. Right. Uh, I didn't say their couch. I just said their floor. Per there person. will be a secret turd left somewhere in your house. Be like an Fifty dollars a person. You have to provide the food and the drinks and the comfy chairs and the travel and, expense. And we may shit on your floor. There's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're getting a raw deal in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, raw deal. You mean like great deal? Yeah, I mean I'd pay that if I were an idiot. Not that we think you're idiots, are no fans? No, not at all. Uh, we think like, you are the best three listeners that we've ever had. See that Craigslist ad? It's like fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, local podcast um, it comes to your house to watch a movie, eat your food, and shits on your floor and leaves. You know somebody pay us. Like, also, there'd be also, somebody enough, who wants yes. that. Yeah. Also, if you type in K's at checkout, you will get fifteen percent off your next <laughs> download at Braid Shadow Legends. Oh, oh. <laughs> Also, Where you get a thousand silver. All right, if, if if any of these mobile game people are listening and you want to sponsor us, like we'll we, we will I, shill. Yeah, I am a dirty whore. I will shill whatever you want me to for money. Oh, like, well, you, hold on, guys! I just got a text alert. We got what? our first video game deal, huh? but it's for the uh, Frozen Elsa dental game on on the iTunes store. You know what? I've always loved the movie Frozen. The soundtrack is <laughs> fantastic, and this is a great way to also experience not only the movie Frozen, but also dentistry. Like this is good for your kids, and use the code uh, Shilling Whore for fifty uh, percent off your first uh, microtransaction uh, transaction. Only $100 for three coins, and after 100 coins, you can buy a new skin for Elsa. Someone's going to make that shit now. Yeah. It already exists. No, yeah, because there, there's just there's a whole line of like these strangely fetishistic like dental games where you pull the teeth out of crying women's face. Why is that a thing? I don't like that. Also, there's a also times the tank engine dentistry. And, and what's even worse why? is this, and, and the, the worst thing about it is it's advertised to children. I don't like any of the words that you just said. Yeah, it, it's bad. Elsagate, it's a thing. Look into I, it. I'd rather not. I think I'd rather just go home and play No Man's Sky and forget that these words ever happened. We'll bring it up next episode. <laughs> You're bad. Well, I will keep bringing up Christian movies like Flywheel, the first movie from the people who did Facing the Giants. Oh, I don't remember that one. It's terrible. It was really bad. It's about car salesmen. And it was really unrealistic because there's not a shred of cocaine in the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember McGee and Me? <laughs> yeah. Pat, what the fuck yeah. are they talking about? <laughs> Wrap us up, Jimmy. Goddamn. Me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go on about <laughs> shitty Christian media. It's bad. All right. Tune so. in next week when we start our uh, Buttercream Gang podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're just going to have podcasts on podcasts on podcasts. I heard you like a podcast in your podcast. We put a podcast in your podcast.
So, don't watch jujitsu. No, don't do that. Or also, don't watch McGee and me. Or Christian films. Or Left Behind, even though we're all yeah. going to have to do that. Yeah. Do you remember a make card? <laughs> I remember, oh, what was it, a man called Plug, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know it's serious when Pat's like, wrap this shit up. You were bellyaching like an hour ago. Like, oh, I'm sleepy. I go go to bed. <laughs> I, no, I passed sleepy. Now I'm just fucking around. I'm too tired to be tired. <laughs> I thought he was going to say I'm fucking aroused. I was just like, whoa! <laughs> He's just got a fucking rager right Nobody now. Nobody look underneath the table. It's wild down there. <laughs> all right. Oh, God, uh, all the mics moved. Shannon's <laughs> like, hello, wieners. The main thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Greatest episode ever. <laughs> This, this is what happens when you make this film on a weeknight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a double tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, All right. Let's uh, wrap this up. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, where can the people find you if they want to kick your ass or just say hello? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 or Jonathan12 on Letterboxd. Cannon, how about you? You can find me at that Cannon Guy on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and, of course, Letterboxd. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah, he. Pat, uh, thank you all for listening. You can follow me at, at John Lost His Name on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, and my art on Facebook is John Lost His Name Art. And I am Justin. You can find me at the comic strip on Hargrove Road here in Tuscaloosa or anywhere that you see Captain Shimmy online. More than likely, it's me. It's Captain Shimmy's kind of art. Captain Shimmy's almost music. I make stuff that's kind of artistic if you're looking at it the right way. Uh, I'm also on Letterboxd's Captain Shimmy. And, uh, yeah, if you want to come talk shit about Christian movies, feel free. I've got a lot of ammunition on that one. We want to thank all three of you for listening through this ridiculous, silly episode. Uh, we might be at about five now. Yeah, and uh, and if we said anything offensive, again, just like every episode, if we said anything offensive, we apologize immediately. We're very sorry. And uh, we're probably going to do it again. So, anyway. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you all are having an excellent day. And remember, never let anyone cage your greatness. See you guys. How absurd. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd.